0: hello my loves and welcome back to the podcast my name is DeAndre nicolette i'm so excited to have you guys here if this is your first ever episode of manifest daily welcome i really hope you enjoy the show and of course to all my og listeners you know okay what do y'all already know i <laughs> i forget wait y'all know the vibes <laughs> okay hey girl hey hey boy hey what's poppin what's good welcome back to another episode of your fave i feel so scattered today i um let me set the scene for you guys okay i'm in my robe i'm naked (laughs) what is this i said that so aggressively i'm nude in my robe okay my bonnet is off so i just got these like really old crusty dookie braids these dookie cornrows i can't braid cornrows well so they're very they're giving very much like twist braid a twade if you will i got a face mask on a charcoal face mask and i just ordered some sushi because i said i was gonna go to the grocery store and then i looked outside and it was raining and gloomy and i just didn't want to go anywhere i just took my shower i'm like let me sit down record the podcast episode because i don't know why in my head november had 31 days i was so convinced so convinced looked at my calendar realized tomorrow is December 1st today, as you guys are listening to this. And I said, oh shit, I I haven't outlined or prepared the December energy report. I feel so scattered, like I said. So like this always happens when it comes to the end of the year. Work is really hectic, life is really hectic. I'm prepping to go back to Boston. I gotta like get things in order so I'm ahead with content while I'm there and like pack and just get ready for like holiday events and all the things. And it just becomes so... Overwhelming. It's fun. It's like a fun overwhelm, but it's kind of like, okay, now y'all get to like listen to Deandra, who forgets the intro, who is sitting, you know, in her robe with her dookie braids and her face mask waiting for her lunch. (laughs) So, so I really hope you guys enjoy the vision, the vision of what's going on behind the scenes. So, today we're doing the December energy report. I'm so excited about this one. I'm excited about all of them. Let's be honest. Okay. All of them are really fun. I am. Even more excited because this is the last one of the year, which is absolutely wild. They talk about it all the time, how time is flying, but we're going to say it again, just, you know, for vibes. And yeah, so December 2023, crazy, crazy wild. I hope you guys are getting excited for 2024. I've been talking about how I'm going through this like existential crisis, this ongoing existential crisis. If you have gone through your Saturn return and you can like send me any words of wisdom, please do. I have a friend who went through hers. She was Saturn Aquarius and she actually moved to Texas right as her return was starting. And it was kind of like such a turbulent story at the very beginning and the middle and then the end was kind of you know when it led up we were talking about it and i was like well when did you start to feel like a shift like when did you start to feel you know things coming together feeling like you're not as just overwhelmed and like all of the things are topsy-turvy in your life and basically it was like the last six months of her return was when she actually started to feel some sort of relief of saturn um so that's fun you know It's also one of those things too, like the self-fulfilling prophecy. Is it like, am I feeling so just all over the place because I know I'm going through my return and I'm in many ways expecting that? Or is it just how it is, you know? So it's kind of like the chicken and the egg thing, which came first. And I honestly don't know which one (laughs) came first, but I just know that I'm feeling Saturn on my neck. Okay. And I need a little bit of relief. So I'm excited to be going into 2024 because that just means we are one step closer to Saturn leaving Pisces eventually in 2026, which even just saying that year sounds crazy to me because so many things can change in six months, a year, much less three. So I left you guys off on a little bit of a cliffhanger, which I just want to address really quickly before we get into the energy report, which was my considering moving back to Boston. I was so confused again Saturn return perhaps it's just that i am 29 and my 30th birthday is next year and i feel like as you get closer to a decade or like kind of a milestone birthday like that you start to question a lot of things in your life you know you're like what am i doing am i on the right path what does this mean for my career what does this mean for my life like what do i really want all of these really big questions and i had to give myself grace because i think we you know similar to the purpose question in life a lot of us try to answer these really big questions in a very quick way we want like a very clear answer like okay this is who I am this is what I'm doing this is what my life looks like and you want to have it all laid out because that gives you comfort right it's really nice when things are simple and understandable and very clear but I think that is a myth because in life you know As you continue to grow and as you continue to expand, you are met with a lot of situations where you don't really know what you're stepping into. You're met with a lot of situations where life isn't very clear. I was actually talking about this with my therapist and she was like, you're doing a lot of really hard work and because of that, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable when you're doing things that you've never done before or when you are addressing traumas and addressing, you know, things that you've shied away from and run away from in past previous years and seasons of your life. So I left y'all off on that cliffhanger and I have decided (laughs) that I will actually be staying in Dallas for a little bit longer because that was another thing that also came up in therapy was sometimes when things get uncomfortable, we want to run, like we want to run away to what we know. And as much as I miss my family and I miss Monica and it would just be so nice to have you know those cozy moments of when I'm really feeling lost and really feeling just confused to be able to go to a source of comfort and family or a best friend to kind of hang out with them I also recognize the many ways that being here at least for a little bit longer because I honestly don't really know if I fully see myself in Dallas for like the rest of my life I think that's such a big question in and of itself. I don't think I can ever really answer that. But I think for now, when I sat with it and when I weighed the pros and cons, when I talked it through with friends and myself and family, and for me, a lot of it is talking things out loud, I came to this conclusion that Boston would be good. But even if I moved back to Boston, I wouldn't stay there longer than like two or three years. Like even when I thought about, okay, Let's really explore what it means to go back and move back. Like, let's plan these apartment tours. Let's actually think about this in a very practical way. What does the the money look like? What does the budget look like? All these different things. I also knew it was going to be temporary. And I think because of that, I had to really ask myself, well, what is it that I am craving? And how can I attempt to find that in some ways here or at least create that here without needing to pick up everything and move back. So I feel like still topsy-turvy life and thoughts and existence at the moment, but it's really helpful right now as I go through this return and kind of navigate this to know that it is okay to not have all of the answers. It is okay to think you wanna do something one day and then wake up two days later and be like, you know what, I've changed my mind. It is okay, and I have to say this Partly for you, but also partly for myself as well, because sometimes, like I said, when you don't have that clarity and you feel like you're all over the place, it brings about maybe some questions of are you doing the right thing or questions of what is that right path? And I I think that there are multiple right paths and whatever you end up deciding in the end is going to be the right thing because it's going to lead you to whatever you need to be led to. So, yeah, that that is that. So let's go ahead and dive into the energy report because I think this one might end up being a little bit longer and I don't want to keep you guys here forever. I also really want to thank you guys for, um, sorry if you hear noise, I'm shifting the computer, (laughs) but thank you for tuning in, listening, sharing the show. Uh, really quickly, I'll just say that Spotify Wrapped came out yesterday and I love Spotify Wrapped and I love just the, just seeing everyone's list of what they're listening to whether it be music and shows and you know in 2022 and 2021 also, the show grew a ton. Like I remember there was one specific stat where it was over 999% growth for like one of the categories. I think it was the followers on Spotify and it was insane. Like I've, they didn't even count the number, right? And this year it definitely wasn't like that. But one thing that did happen this year is just the number of people that, listened to Manifest Daily regularly and had it in their top podcast grew. And I feel like that's such an important metric to me because it's kind of like, y'all really fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Y'all really fuck with the show. Y'all really fuck with the vibes. Excuse the (laughs) expletives. I could never say that word, but I just really appreciate that. And I don't do a good job a lot of times of pausing and celebrating myself. That was also another thing that came up in therapy and just kind of thinking about how far I've come and just what I'm creating, what I'm doing. And, and you know, I think it's really important for us to pause and acknowledge how much we're doing, how far we've come and really give ourselves pats on the back. So I'm in the middle of planning a party to celebrate five years of this show, which will be in January, which is wild half a decade of sitting (laughs) naked in robes and talking to myself but really talking to you wild absolutely wild so thank you for listening sharing all of the things leaving reviews the five-star reviews really help and i also see that a lot of y'all be sharing the show And y'all text, hopefully in them little group chats y'all got going, okay? So thank you for that as well. Very much appreciate it. Okay, grab yourself a beverage, a little snack. Let me see where my sushi is because, ooh, it's getting here in like eight minutes. Okay, that's fun. They prepped the sushi so fast at this one place I order from and it's so cheap. Oh my God. Okay, it's literally eight minutes away. Okay, let's see if we can get through the first day before Desiree gets here with my sushi. Grab yourself a beverage, snack. And let's dive into today's December 2023 energy report. So December 1st, we're kicking it off hot and heavy. Actually, it's not that hot or that heavy. Maybe it's a little heavy. I don't know. Mercury enters Capricorn. Okay, so y'all know the vibes of Mercury, I believe. If you don't know Mer- Mercury, that's such a freaking hard word to say. But Mer- Mercury is the planet that rules communication. It's how we think. It's how we literally like speak, communicate. Y- y- you get the vibes. You know what the word communicate means, okay? And you know, whenever you hear like people talking about Mercury retrograde, they're talking about things going awry with communication, like delays and things like, oh my God, don't sign that contract to Mercury's retrograde right now. That kind of vibe, right? But Capricorn, Capricorn is an earth sign. It's ruled by Saturn. And Capricorn is like, like whenever I think of Capricorn, I think of ambition i think of practicality being very pragmatic disciplined it's like big boss energy like when you think of that person whether it's the man or the woman in the suit carrying the little suitcase about to like do their shit in court like really on their grind that's that capricorn boss energy you feel me so when we have mercury in capricorn our communication the way that we speak the way that we think takes on that Capricorn energy. It's very practical, it's very organized, it's very thorough, very focused. So with this particular transit, you're gonna see a heightened focus on things like goals, ambitions, long-term goals. We're thinking about how can we actually achieve the things that we want to achieve. We're thinking about how we can take over the world. <laughs> it's very much that energy. And it makes sense too, because right now it's the end of the year. People are thinking ahead to January. They're thinking about, okay, like, what am I doing, you know, next year? What's my vision board saying? What are my goals saying? What's the vibe for 2024? What do I want to do? So it's very aligned that we have this particular transit at the end of the year, because this is the time of our reset. Like this is the time where we're like, all right, I want to do these things and I'm coming Coming at it with like different energy this year, this next year, right? And you're really attacking it with a different sort of, again, that practical focus, pragmatic, disciplined energy and vibe. Any conversations that you have around this time can also take on this more serious tone as well. So you might notice that people are wanting to discuss practical matters, maybe talking about budgets, talking about action plans, goals. I see this coming up a lot in work because Capricorn is like like workaholic e-vibes and not to say that every single Capricorn is like this, but I'm saying like this is just the energy of it when I think of Capricorn. So it could be at work, like you're noticing people are like, okay, let's get together and have this meeting and talk about all of the things that we're doing in 2024 and just really trying to get organized about it and just trying to get like all this shit together because that is, you know, it's literally all about planning and organization. So as Mercury's in Capricorn, Take advantage of this transit by thinking about your goals and your next steps. Think about where you want to be in 2024. Think about what you want to do, what you want to achieve, and not just on, like, you know, kind of like the more Pisces dreamy vibes, but like get practical about that. Should be like, okay, can I really save $20,000 next year? <laughs> or is it giving very much at this point, ma'am? No. <laughs> at this point, the way your income is set up, it's no. So that's not a bad thing. If you can't save 20K next year, and you're like wanting to put that on your list. Like, I, you know, this is kind of like looking at it from the manifestations versus like goals and pragmatic, realistic 3D energy vibes. If you know you have X amount of income, set maybe like a stretch goal at that 20K. Maybe be like, okay, yeah, I can get another job or I can do X, Y, and Z. But like know your limits, know your bounds, like be realistic. This is about pragmatic thinking, practical thinking, practical thinking earthly grounded energy thinking. So think about the goals and next steps from that vantage point. There's gonna be another transit later on in this month that we're gonna talk about where you can get a little bit more dreamy, okay? You can get a little bit more magical in your thinking, but this one right here, baby, uh uh-uh, it's not for that. Get yourself a manifesting goal to your planet. I'm not playing with y'all no more, okay? I mean, I was never playing with y'all, so... It is what it is, but the Manifesting Gold Digger Planner is perfect for this. I've talked about this before. It's a daily planner that I've designed and created. We have virtual, not virtual, digital ones, but also the uh paper ones as well. Y'all, hold on one second. I think this girl is at the gate and I got to open the gate on the phone. Hold on one second. Okay, LOL. They're not at the gate, but they're about to be. <laughs> so get yourself a manifesting goals like a planner this is going to be the perfect tool to help you actually outline the goals that you want to achieve over the next six months and the different categories that you want to achieve them in this is going to help you outline your monthly goals based on those six month goals this is going to help you set out your weekly plan your daily action priorities all the things it's a lot right and i think that when you realize like you know, what it means to kind of build that discipline muscle, you realize that at the very beginning, it might be a little bit, it might be something that's very uncomfortable to you that feels like, oh my God, this is so much, I'm overwhelmed. But the more that you like prioritize getting organized, the more that you understand what it really means to be organized and disciplined and not rely on motivation, the more you really get yourself in a better space to truly manifest your goals. Because if you're just relying on the, you know, more spiritual, more sort of ethereal side of it, the more magical side of it, and you're not actually applying the the action steps, the pragmatic action taking that you need to, you're going to get half-assed manifestation. Like if you really want the stuff that you want and not just the stuff that you want, but if you really want the stuff that's meant for you, the stuff that is bigger than what you can even imagine, you need to apply both. So, get yourself a manifesting goals to your planner. I'll have it linked below, shopmanifestily.com. While you guys are listening to this, I actually have a sale running. I didn't really announce this any type of way. I think I like mentioned on Instagram a couple of times. I know, so so bad, but it is what it is. I'm gonna keep the sale running until December 7th because I leave Dallas on the 8th. So maybe I'll keep it going until December 6th, actually. But the planners right now, instead of being $50, they're $35, that's insane. I'm not doing another sale on the planners for what I can see until probably like next uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, small business weekend. So if you wanna get one and you wanna get one for yourself or a friend, order it now while it's on sale. I'm also doing a free gift in every order. So if you wanna order anything else, feel free. Everything else in the shop is like on a ridiculous sale because I'm just trying to clear out inventory of the other thing. So yeah, linked in the show notes or shopmanifestcity.com. Last thing that I have in here for taking advantage of this transit Get clear about what you want to dive into come January 2024. So yes, you might know like, okay, I want to achieve X, Y, and Z in the year. I have these big goals for the entire year of 2024. Make it smaller. Like if you set these really big goals and you kind of have these big numbers, big things in your face, like sometimes that actually discourages you from wanting to take any action because it seems so crazy and like out of the box and so big that's why the planner is important it helps you to distill the big things into really um, small size bits and pieces that you can attack on the daily but think about your first step don't think about you know august plans and 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 september and october q4 baby girl start with january what what is that step one that you can take in january even if that step one is like i'm gonna purchase a domain bet make that your goal for january and start there like we don't need to be doing like these ridiculous big things and overwhelming ourselves and then like wanting to go lay down because you know that's literally what happens to me all the time but start with your step one make that plan get clear on that and then make sure that once january comes you're ready to go with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifestdaily. That's drinkag1.com slash daily Check it out. I'm back. I just had my lunch and I'm actually wearing clothes now and the face mask is off. So let's go to the next transit that we get to look forward to in December, which is December 4th. Venus enters Scorpio. So y'all know by this point, if you've listened to any of the energy reports this year, that Venus is associated with love, relationships, beauty, aesthetic, values, and yeah, just who doesn't love Venus, okay? Okay. And Scorpio is very intense. Scorpio is like one of my favorite signs, if not my favorite. Actually, no, it's not my favorite. <laughs> my favorites would probably be Aquarius and Taurus, but Scorpio is definitely top three for me. Scorpios are super intuitive. They are this beautiful water sign. They're ruled by Pluto. And so Pluto is all about transformation, death and rebirth, just kind of diving into the occult, the unknown, the deep and exploring the things that maybe people don't really want to explore or shy away from. And so when we have Venus entering Scorpio, there is this heightened sense of passion. There is this heightened sense of wanting to be romantic in our relationships, wanting to connect deeply with our partners, maybe even wanting to connect deeply with ourselves. There is a true focus on emotional and transformative aspects of love. So how can we actually tap into those really deep, like I said, emotions and connections with our partner? How can we actually explore What transformation looks like in our partnerships and how that could actually benefit our relationship in the short and long term Venus and scorpio really is just such a beautiful and like I said depthy transit Whenever I meet someone who has a venus in scorpio. I've actually met two people with this placement in my life (laughs) I'm struggling to speak right now but I've met two people with this placement in my life and they are both people that are so like Like they love love, like whenever they are in love, they are obsessed with their partner. They want to dive deep. They want to almost like live in the skin of their partners because they are just so obsessed with that particular connection when they find it. They're the kind of person where they are loyal, like so, so, so loyal to a partner once they actually are in that partnership. And they really want to, like I said, explore and just transform and be transformed By that particular connection. So we are seeing that sort of energy come into our relationships with this particular transit. We're drawn to deeper, more meaningful connections. If you are single, and not partnered during this transit you don't want surface level like you are going on dates or you're exploring potential partners who you can get deep with you want people who are able to like you know talk about the gritty stuff like talk about the taboo stuff really go there with you they're not afraid they're not afraid to get messy and dirty and like you know do all the things um There's also sex that's part of the taboo. And I know we've talked about sex before with another particular Scorpio transit, but with sex, there could just be like this focus on, you know, how do I actually connect with my partner through sex? And maybe there are some things that we perhaps shied away from before or were afraid to like tap into that now we're like, no, maybe let's go there. And perhaps for you, if you're single, that also means, you know, exploring what it means to have that sexual connection with potential partners and really allowing yourself like i said to dive deep and go there this is also about transformation and rebirth i mentioned this earlier but this could really involve confronting certain issues in your relationships working through them allowing your relationship to transform and become better and just kind of really tapping into that relational growth that personal growth one thing i will caution y'all with with this particular transit is that as i mentioned earlier the people that i know that have venus and scorpio placements they can be a little possessive okay Scorpio loves to like go deep but I think what that can also mean and this is something that Taurus faces because Taurus and Scorpio are sister signs and so Taurus is a similar thing to with possessiveness and kind of almost like you know when you're in love you're like that's my person and you are just obsessed with that person so That can also lead to jealousy, right? And with this transit, we might notice that we get a little bit more jealous. We might notice that we are a bit more possessive over our partners. You know, we want them to really be ours. We don't want them to maybe do certain things or interact with people in a certain way. And maybe, like, you know, what what is it? The green eyes of jealousy or envy. Like, it's not envy, but, you know, jealousy comes up for us and that kind of flares up a bit. So just being conscious of that as you navigate this transit and making sure that as you are relating to your partners and diving deep that you maybe don't let that jealousy come into play like it might want to so a couple of ways to take advantage of this transit is to find new ways to connect with your partner or connect with yourself or perhaps like I said if you're single and dating finding new ways that you could connect with potential partners I love those like question conversation games I feel like that would be such a fun one during this time like pulling those out buying one first of all pulling them out whether you're maybe like on a couple like you're a second or third date or if you're partnered and you're with a partner pulling them out and having that be like a date night activity really getting to know each other on an even more intimate level exploring any strong emotions that arise like I said Scorpio is a very deep sign and what that can mean is that with this particular transit we might have a lot of feelings come up around maybe our values perhaps this isn't necessarily a love thing for you but maybe you're thinking thinking about, you know, ways that you want to value yourself a little bit more, ways that you feel like perhaps you haven't been valued or ways that you want to raise your self esteem, that kind of stuff can come up. So sit with that, explore those strong emotions as they come up. And one last way to take advantage of this transit is to think about ways that you want to transform yourself, your aesthetic, your money, those values that we talked about, or perhaps your relationships and really sit with that. And yeah, just kind of, of explore those different ways of taking advantage of this transit on december 6th neptune stations direct in pisces so neptune has been stationed retrograde in pisces since june 30th of this year and on december 6th it stations retrograde when a planet is stationed retrograde in the sky it appears to be moving backwards This is a time to contemplate things, to go over, to review what you think you know, and maybe decide if you want to continue down that path. This is why whenever planets are stationed retrograde, we often hear about delays, miscommunications, mishaps, that kind of thing, because it requires us to go back and check something that maybe we did in the past that no longer makes sense, is no longer aligned, or perhaps we just have to change it a little bit. Pisces is a water sign. It's associated with spirituality, and it's actually ruled by neptune so with this particular transit it actually brings about this sort of like spiritual awareness increase so you might feel like you're really tapped into your higher self you're tapped into this deeper connection you're really thinking about you know what is the meaning of life like what is the meaning of all of this you're really trying to find some sort of spiritual grounding if you will You'll probably notice that around this time, you feel a need to tune in to more spiritual practices. Perhaps you have a practice already, or maybe you don't, but around this time, you are definitely going to want to either change your practice, update it, or just put a whole new practice in play. Neptune is also associated with creativity and artistic expression. So when Neptune is direct in Pisces, you might feel really creatively inspired. So this is a time where it almost feels like you are channeling a lot of really beautiful and artistic ideas from like a really different place. It feels like out of the world, creative thinking. Maybe you are a painter and you get this brilliant idea that comes through and it feels like so otherworldly, or maybe you channel through writing, maybe like writing songs or writing books, or perhaps it's neither of those. And perhaps you just channel through your speech, like you do a podcast like myself, or you do poetry, something like that. But you'll probably notice that around this time, you just feel like you are channeling ideas that almost seem like they're from your higher self or from your guides or from God. And they're coming through in a really smooth and easy way. That being said, because you have this really like light and beautiful ethereal energy that's coming through, it can mean that you need to really put more emphasis and focus on being grounded and remaining grounded. Because Neptune has this ability to blur the lines between reality and fantasy, reality and dreams. This can be really beautiful because as I mentioned earlier, when you are manifesting, you wanna be able to like think beyond what you believe is truly possible. You wanna be able to say, okay, you know what? This is a big dream of mine, but like I am tapping into the fantasy or like quote unquote fantasy, right? But like I'm tapping into the vibe of knowing that this is possible. Like this thing, you know, me becoming like, a pop star or me becoming a best-selling author or me like running this company like that is possible and it almost feels so ethereal and magical to like dream that big but at the same time because Neptune can blur those lines between reality and fantasy if we find ourselves like floating away too much with the dream but not actually grounding it with like an action and a plan and next steps it's like we end up in dreamland and fantasy land and we don't actually take action in the 3d world to make the thing come true so you have to have that balance between like fantasy and illusion and dreams and ethereal but also grounded and pragmatic and earthly and very practical so you have to kind of find that balance for yourself there neptune in pisces is also a transit that can really lead to escapism this is the tendency to avoid reality, right? This is us wanting to, you know, sit in bed and rot all weekend watching our TV show. This is us wanting to get lost in a fantasy book or getting lost in music or getting lost in our art because the world is so hard to face. And I think we have a lot of things going on in the world right now, which make it a place where, you know, I don't blame you if you want to escape into a book or if you want to escape into your art or that's one of the things that is like hard about being a human is that sometimes it is overwhelming to face the pain of what is going on around you. But this transit really makes us aware that we can't fully escape. Like we can't run away from what we are living in because in order for us to face it, in order for us to possibly play a role in changing it, we need to be here. We need to have a grounded presence on earth and a grounded presence in our lives in order to change things. So really sit with that. Me, make sure that you're just aware of that particular downside of this transit. Yes, this is a time of spirituality and channeling and beauty and you know, dreaming big and allowing yourself to really go beyond what it is that you can see and touch with your hands and your eyes on this physical earth, but it's also a time to make Make sure that you are not allowing yourself to sink and fall into your illusions and your delusions to the point where you are so far beyond understanding what it is that's here and present in your life. So stay grounded, stay dreamy, but also stay grounded as well. Take advantage of this particular transit by tapping into some new creative hobbies or perhaps there's some hobbies that you have that you haven't tapped into for a minute. Go back to those like writing, reading, like I said, drawing, whatever it is for you you, pulling tarot cards, like really tap into that. Allow yourself to dream big about what it is that you want. Like I said, you know, we got to have the the blend and the the balance between the ethereal and the dreamy and the fantasy and the delusion and also the pragmatic and the practical and the discipline and the organization. Find that balance, but do allow this transit to let you kind of lean into what could be without, you know, uh, without like hindering yourself too much from seeing the big possibilities that you dream of. One last way that you can take advantage of this transit is tapping into new ways to connect with your higher self Again, this is your spiritual practice. Perhaps this is journaling for you Perhaps this is yoga and meditation. Perhaps this is taking up running. I don't know whatever That is for you. You'll find that you feel drawn to certain things around this time Really listen to those nudges and allow yourself to kind of follow them and yeah Tap into some of those new ways to connect with yourself on December 12th, we have a new moon in Sagittarius. I love a good new moon, baby, because one thing about a new moon, it just feels like such a fresh brand new beginning new moons are amazing times for setting intentions for planting seeds for things that you want to cultivate over the next couple of months i mean you can always set an intention don't get me wrong like i'm very much the person where i'm like if it is a wednesday a random day in august and you're like i want to set this intention to do this by all means do it but the new moon just gives you like that additional push like that additional energy surrounding the intentions that you're setting Sagittarius is a sign ruled by Jupiter and Jupiter is a planet of expansion of abundance. So when we have a new moon in Sagittarius, there is almost this energy of like overflow and expansion and growth and now, hear me out. This doesn't mean just money, right? This can literally mean you know an abundance of opportunities coming your way. This can mean an abundance of positive energy because Sagittarius is just such a positive sign. But this literally brings about so much opportunity for expansion and growth in your life. For some of y'all, it could literally be expansion, like pregnancies. I feel like are going to be announced around this time. Um, I actually been seeing a lot of them pop up lately. But for a lot of y'all, this is a little literal expansion and literal growth of your family around this time. And that is such beautiful energy. Congratulations to you if you are expecting and if you're birthing something new like a business baby, congratulations to you as well. Sagittarius is also a sign that is about finding the truth. It's about philosophy. It's about belief, uh, belief systems, knowledge, education. And so when we talk about expansion, expansion can be literal like expansion of our understanding of what is the truth, expansion of our understanding of philosophical beliefs, expansion of our education. So, this new moon can be a time where many of you are deciding to go back to school. Many of you are deciding that you want to explore perhaps some new, like, spiritual chapters of your life. Maybe you're deciding to do something like, I don't know, like learning human design or learning astrology, something like that, where you are expanding your understanding and your knowledge, but it has to do with belief systems and philosophy. Um, Sagittarius is also about freedom and travel and expansion of our understanding of the earth like our physical space right so when we talk about expansion in that sense like this is you know planning travels this is planning to increase your freedom in some way whatever freedom means for you this could be you reassessing what it means to really take advantage of your personal freedom what it means to actually like be an individual what it means to feel liberated and joyful and and happy and expanded in that so maybe you're deciding to do something that is going to heighten your sense of freedom and independence i am so excited for this particular new moon I think it's a really positive one. I think it's one that really is going to allow us to decide what it means to grow and expand, especially as we dive into, you know, December and we're getting close to the new year and you're thinking about goals and the things that you want to pursue in the new year. It's really good to have this very like expansion and abundance oriented mindset as you think about your goals and the things that you want to do in the following year. So I have a couple of journal prompts that are going to help you guys to tap into this beautiful new moon and Sagittarius energy. So the first one is related to your beliefs and exploration of beliefs. Because like I said, Sag is all about beliefs and philosophies and things like that. So for this particular journal prompt, ask yourself, are there any beliefs that you would like to explore or expand upon? And ask yourself, how might your beliefs shape your goals and aspirations in the coming year? So that's a really good one to help you tap into, like I said, that understanding of beliefs and how that's related to Sagittarius. The next one is all about adventure because Sagittarius is very adventurous. Like my mom and best friend, they're so fiery. They like really embody that Sag energy beautifully. And whenever I think about Sagittarius, I think about like the the traveler, the person that's not afraid to dive deep or not dive deep rather, but dive in, but- I mean, probably dive deep too, but dive in. Like they're the person that's like jumping off the cliff and like doing the wild things. And, you know, if you're a Sag and you don't embody that energy fully, maybe you have, you know, other placements that kind of like tone it down for you. That being said, for this particular question, ask yourself what kind of adventure you would like to embark upon in the next coming weeks. And also ask yourself how you can infuse more excitement and more adventure and exploration into your life in 2024. The next one has to do with obviously optimism and optimistic mindsets because like I said Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter and whenever I think about expansion and abundance I do tend to think of more positive things obviously that could be expansion and abundance of things that we don't love so much but I love to think about it from a very like positive mindset that being said ask yourself how can you cultivate and maintain a positive mindset also ask yourself what practices or habits you can incorporate into your life to foster a more optimistic mindset especially during challenging or difficult times. The last one is all about learning and growth because Sagittarius is very expansion-oriented when it comes to mind and learning and school and like all of those good stuff. So ask yourself... What subjects or activities inspire curiosity in you? This could be subjects in school, activities like hobbies, things that you want to do during travel, etc. cetera. And then also ask yourself how you can incorporate opportunities for learning and personal development into your routine in the next couple of weeks. Okay, those are all of the journal prompts. Happy new moon and Sagittarius, my loves. with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. On December 13th, mercury stations retrograde in capricorn again when a planet stations retrograde it basically means that it looks like it's going backwards in the skies obviously not going backwards but it's just the time for us to reflect take stock of how far we've come decide if we want to change anything before we move forward. So, it's a really good time of reflection and I know everyone seems to be afraid of Mercury retrograde. It's like, "Oh my god, the computers aren't working and this." That. Listen, Mercury retrograde is not a time to like be afraid. Don't fearmonger yourself and don't fearmonger other people with this particular transit. There may be some delays, some misunderstandings, some challenges when it comes to communication and understanding each other but it doesn't necessarily mean that like everything is going to shit like it will literally be okay so because this particular retrograde is happening in the sign of Capricorn you might notice that these particular like miscommunications mishaps misunderstandings whatever they're happening when it comes to work related matters so you might just be having trouble communicating with your co-workers or y'all are trying to communicate and like you're saying one thing they're just not hearing in the way that you want to be heard i feel like this happens kind of often to me whenever mercury station retrograde at work for me because we are remote so like there's that extra emphasis on making sure We understand each other and sometimes things can go left because there's a mishap or misunderstanding. So be very aware of that for this particular transit. Double check your details, double check your emails. Make sure that you are patient when you are expressing what's going on to other people when you're communicating. And just be prepared for the delays and the mishaps. I feel like it's one of those things where... If you're aware of it and if you prepare yourself, you get less frustrated because you're kind of like, okay, I know, Mercury's in retrograde. Like, bet, I know that this is gonna happen. Or at least you're like preparing for the possibility that it could happen, you feel me? So this is also a time to reassess your goals, your ambitions, because it's in the sign of Capricorn. And Capricorn is very much all about, you know, getting to that money, that money is given very much boss babe energy. But for you, it could be like, okay, what are my long-term goals? Like what are my ambitions? Like what's what am I trying to manifest? What am I trying to create for myself in this life? But then also let me sit with that and let me review. Maybe you thought you wanted a certain type of house, you wanted a certain type of car. And I say these things because they're like very material and earthly, which is Capricorn is like an earth, an earth sign. I don't know, if I wasn't saying earth vibe. It's, it is an earth vibe, but it's an earth sign. So with this one, it could be like, certain material goals that you had in mind maybe like money goals career goals specifically like maybe you're thinking I want to climb the ladder and do x y and z but then now you're rethinking like do I actually want that is that actually aligned with my particular goals and my particular ambitions this also could be money related as well because like I said Capricorn be about that bad baby don't play with her money okay don't so with this one you could notice that there's like delays or mishaps when it comes to things that have to do with your money so um Maybe it's like contracts related or I don't know, like your your um, deposit from work comes in like a little bit late. And so you're like, yo, where my money at? And it's coming a little bit late because there's a little mix up at the bank or something. Or just even decision-making, like you're having to take a little bit more time to review everything. Like I said, dot them as and cross them T's correct and don't play. Uh, Mercury retrograde time though, people always say like don't sign contracts and stuff. I say you can, but the thing is, is just be really discerning about it. So like triple check your paperwork. If you have to sign a lease during this time, if you have to take a job, especially since it's Capricorn, if you're getting interviews and you are possibly signing an offer letter for jobs, still take your job if that's your dream job, if you really fuck with it. But one thing that you wanna be like super, super aware of is the fact that you need to like triple check everything. Like make sure that this is the deal that you want, the salary that you want. Like everything is really on. On point because things that get signed during retrograde periods sometimes when the planet stations direct you go back and you notice like damn I really like finesse myself out of that money or like I really played myself and didn't get this so just like take time to review everything very very carefully revise your plans revise your goals and make sure everything is like very well structured and organized so take advantage of this transit by reflecting on your goals and your plans look and see if there's anything that you need to change Anything that you need to shift. Take your time to think over upcoming plans, upcoming contracts, and agreements before signing anything. Take your time to review some career decisions that you might be making during this time and assess whether or not there's something that you want to change. Do you want to change direction in some way? Do you feel good about where you're going? Because it doesn't always have to mean that you reflect and you're like, I had to change this. Like maybe you reflect and you're like, I really like the path that I'm on. And that could very well be it. So just take time to reflect and assess and decide if you need to pivot in some way. On December 21st, the sun enters Capricorn. So y'all kind of know what the vibe gonna be already, okay? Because we done talked about Capricorn like too many times in this particular episode already. So the sun entering Capricorn is like a really cool transit though, because it marks the beginning of the winter solstice in the Northern Hemisphere and the summer solstice in the Southern Hemisphere. So astrologically, it's a really cool event, but also like life-wise and season-wise, it's really cool too, because for us, it's giving like, we dead in the middle of winter now. You know what I'm saying? Christmas right around the corner. And uh, you know, if you celebrate New Year's Eve, it's right yeah, so it is such a, a fun time but the sun entering Capricorn really highlights a lot of those different uh, values a lot of those different principles traits that we've already talked about that is associated with that are associated I should say with Capricorn so you know the hard work the responsibility commitment you know think about those long term goals like really feeling motivated to get your shit all the way together baby okay because right now we're about to head into a new year you are about to have that fresh start it's like there's just so much of that beautiful just like fresh go get them energy that comes out during this season I feel like my mic got turned up no it didn't okay I don't know I, maybe I'm just yelling now so <laughs> apologies if I'm like whispering at certain parts of the episode and also I get like very hype and I'm like yelling sometimes I listen back I'm like now what the hell what is going on with her <laughs> but um, Capricorn's also, like I said earlier and right now, really known for goal setting, planning, just being organized. So this is a time when you are just really, really inclined to sit down and plan things out. You're thinking about 2024. You're probably even thinking about your five year, maybe your 10 year plan. Like you're really like, how can I sit down and structure and plan? for all these amazing things that I want to create in my life. Like what are the actual action steps that I need to take and how can I really get myself on that path and stay on that path? I think what I love about Capricorn, and perhaps it's because I'm also an earth sign sun, is the commitment to discipline, right? Motivation is fleeting. When people talk about how to stay motivated. Like when people ask me, like, how do you stay motivated? I don't. Because one thing about me, I do like to lay down and will. So <laughs> it's just not always going to be there. That's literally what it is. But the thing about motivation is once you understand that it's fleeting, you can then start to really practice and rely on that discipline muscle. And discipline, I say it's a muscle because you have to really work at that. Like it's something where there are going to be days where you don't want to commit to whatever it is that you say you're going to commit to. There are going to be days where you don't want to do it. You don't want to organize. You don't want to plan. But the thing about it is not every single day you have to show up, maybe. I would say, because it's human. We are not as human. (laughs) We are human. So it's like, I really think that you're not going to always show up every single day. Like you get sick. Things like life happens, right? That's okay, though. But as long as you can say, you know, show up eight out of 10 days, I don't know why I was going to say of the year. (laughs) Don't make no sense. I had to pause. So what the fuck? No, if you can show up like 80% of the time or even 90% of the time, like more times than you showed up last year. So if this year for you, you like, you slacked off a little bit and you were like, you know what? Let me look back, let me reflect. And I can see where I done slacked off and you can say next year, I want to slack off less in that area. And it's something that you can measure. Like, as long as you're moving forward, to me, you're like working on that discipline muscle. You're practicing that. So, this is what sun entering Capricorn is all about. It's about discipline and structure, it's about establishing that morning routine, that nighttime routine, that workout routine, that whatever routine that you know you need to establish in order to get to your goals it's about having a sense of order it's about deciding where you need to create new habits and if you need to go back and listen to my habit episode i highly recommend so it's about that it's about professional focus right we talked about capricorn and how capricorn is very much all about um not all about but like you know really get into that bag let's just say it okay so for a lot of us, this is focused on our careers. Like, how are we making money? What does that look like? What do we want to actually do for the next season? This isn't for the rest of your life. Like, so don't feel that pressure to be like, oh my God, I got to find the career for the rest of my life. Girl, if you were 22, there is no reason you got to be thinking about what you do when you were 79. Like, it's not that deep, I swear to you. So please figure out what you want to do 22 to 25 or even 22 to 23. Like, really think about, You know, the professional life, your career life, and what that looks like. And then also reflect think about this year. What did you achieve? What did you not achieve? Look over the goals that you set for this year. And if there were a lot of them that you set as stretch goals, and perhaps you didn't show up the way that you needed to show up to really stretch yourself for those stretch goals, how can you either change your approach next year. So really, really, really commit to that discipline and to showing up for yourself or perhaps just like lower the goals. And there's nothing wrong with that. There are certain seasons where we might not be able to go as hard as we can because we have to put, you know, mental energy, emotional energy into something else. And that's totally understandable. But like, if you're setting stretch goals every two minutes and you are not showing up for them, like you're gonna start to really not trust yourself and you're gonna start to like not feel like you are operating within integrity because you're not. So how can you reflect on those achievements to help you figure out how it is you're approaching your goals in the next year? So y'all can take advantage of this transit by getting clear on your goal and your plan for action. I said this earlier, but get clear, okay? What is that first step? What are you doing in January? Perhaps what you're even doing in February? Get yourself a manifesting gold digger planner. I will have it linked in the show notes. You heard the spiel earlier. Get yourself one of those. It's definitely going to help if you are really wanting to double down on your goals. If you're not in the US, Canada, I think I should. T- UK, France as well. If you're not in any of those countries, feel free to get the digital version of the planner. You can use it on an iPad or a um a desktop if you would like, or you can print it out and just have like a printed out version that you print out yourself and use that way. Also think about how you can harness discipline, how you can tap into discipline and rely less on motivation because if you're relying on motivation, baby, you're not going to be doing not too much because it is very fleeting. You'll be motivated sometimes and not motivated others. So what are you going to do in those times when you're not motivated because they surely will come. On December 23rd, Mercury retrograde enters Sagittarius. So we still have the retrograde that's happening right now, but right now it is stationed in the sign of Sagittarius. So this means that The Mercury retrograde vibes that we were talking about earlier now takes on more of that Sagittarius-like energy. There's Sagittarius-like or related traits, if you will, that we are rethinking when this particular planet is stationed retrograde in Sagittarius. So this has to do with revisiting things like our beliefs and philosophies. Perhaps you're like, you know what? what does it mean for me to be spiritual? What does that look like? You know, what does it mean for me to hold this belief about this thing? Maybe you're religious and you're like, I don't know if I feel this way about X, Y, and Z anymore. So you're really like diving deep and taking a different POV, like a different look when it comes to your philosophical beliefs and your religious beliefs and perhaps some of the you know uh internal things that you believe about yourself and who you are in this world this can also lead to specific delays when it comes to travel as well so we talk about mercury retrograde leading to communication delays which is still relevant here right so You know, there might be delays when it comes to things like higher learning related things. So, for example, if you're in college, maybe the delays that show up for you, the communication delays that show up for you have to do with your professors. Perhaps they're late with like getting back your grades or, you know, there's like a delay with like finals grades or something like that, because Sagittarius also has to do with higher learning. So when we think about, you know, higher learning plus communication, it can equal, perhaps some delays or mishaps when it comes to the communication and higher learning specific areas of our lives. But this also can be travel related as well. So for any of y'all that are planning to travel during this particular transit, you might notice there are some delays. It doesn't necessarily mean that your plans are getting canceled, okay? It doesn't necessarily mean that things are going awry, but it just means that there might be some delays, there might be some challenges as you are traveling or as you are planning a travel. So maybe Make sure, like I said, to dot your T's. No, don't actually don't do that. don't do that see listen it's already starting okay dot your i's and cross your t's when it comes to planning your travels and making sure to double check all your details like this is the kind of thing that can happen during this transit is you know you show up to the airport and you are thinking your your flight leaves at like six o'clock but really your flight leaves at five o'clock and now you're trying to rush through security because you showed up a little bit too late for the five o'clock departure so make sure that you're triple checking everything I will also say that during this particular transit, you know, people can come back from the past and we hear about this a lot, you know, Mercury retrograde, people are like, my ex is coming back, my ex is contacting me. Yes, it can literally be your ex that comes back or perhaps like a past friend or someone like who you knew from college, because again, like bringing into that, uh, into this discussion, I guess, the higher learning piece, it could be someone from college, but it could also be someone from abroad because You know, Sagittarius has to do with travel as well. And whenever I think of Sagittarius and travel, I think of people abroad, so people that are kind of far away from us. So perhaps you have a friend that's like coming into town who lives in a different country now, or someone that you know from high school or college that lives in a different country now, and you're kind of reconnecting with them. Maybe they're not actually visiting, but you guys are catching up. So keep an eye out for all of that. And like I said, keep an eye out for your desire to reconsider some of these things, perhaps reconsidering what you're studying in college, reconsidering your travel plans, reconsidering you know reaching out to someone that for you is a distant contact now. But I also want y'all to just be aware of the tendency to be impulsive when it comes to communication around this time. Sag is a fire sign, and we know that sometimes with fire signs, there can be that desire to be impulsive. You think of something, you wanna do it right away. And when it comes to communication, Or when it comes to pulling the trigger on travel and higher learning or reaching out to someone, we might want to do it really quickly, like almost having this really fiery hot urge to do the thing right away. Sit with it, okay? Don't let yourself be impulsive. I know, I know, I know. I have Aries Mars, so I am the queen of impulse things. But this is the time when you really wanna kind of take a minute, take a beat to think about it, take a minute to really go it over in your head. Again, dot those I's, cross those T's before you make any sort of big decisions. So y'all can take advantage of this transit by getting clear on your thoughts, making sure that you're communicating them well. Whether this be to your coworkers, to your friends and family, or even to your professors, just making sure that you are very clear when it comes to communication. It's almost kind of like over explaining yourself a little bit during these transits, just because there is a tendency for people to misunderstand you. And, you know, at the end of the day, it might still happen. Even if you try your best to communicate, it might just still happen. Allow yourself grace when it comes to revisiting your spiritual practices, because at the end of the day, You might have some new thoughts, some fresh thoughts on what your spiritual practice looks like. So allow yourself grace to explore something with a new and fresh POV. And then the last thing I want to say is just review your travel plans carefully. This is also the season where people are traveling a ton because it's the holiday season. So just make sure that you are checking your flight times, checking everything, um, any fees, all of the things, making sure that you're leaving for the right day to go to your flight and all of that good stuff, because there might be some mishaps and misconceptions communications there. with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. On December 26th, we have a full moon in Cancer. So full moons are very powerful times. This is a time of culmination, completion. There are heightened motions. We are often doing some sort of releasing. And when this full moon in Cancer happens, it's really interesting because Cancer is opposite the sign of Capricorn. So What we're also seeing is this sort of highlighting between the themes of Capricorn and the themes of Cancer and that opposition between the two. So with this particular full moon, Cancer is very like homebody vibes. Cancer is family. Cancer is about kind of like personal needs, taking care of yourself, self-care, like that kind of vibe. And we've talked about Capricorn extensively in this episode Capricorn can be a little bit more ambitious, right? Capricorn can be more about the career and the money and get into that bag. And perhaps, you know, in a very like negative side, like in in too much of the Capricorn vibes, it gets into the overworking oneself and kind of doing the absolute most. So there's that highlight between the balance of career and personal life. And so during this time, this particular full moon, y'all might be encouraged to like let go of this underbalanced. <laughs> Why am I saying like that? You might be encouraged to kind of let go of something that is encouraging you to not be balanced in that area of your life. So, for example, if you have work life balance that isn't really balanced. What do you need to release there in order for you to have more work-life balance? Because this is bringing to attention this need for you to have more balance when it comes to your work responsibilities, what you're doing for your money, and also your emotional well-being, your self-care, your home, and tending to your own garden. There is a lot of stuff that comes up with cancer when it comes to family, So for many of us, there is this need to release uh, any issues that are really plaguing us when it comes to our home life. So, you know, the holidays can definitely bring this stuff up a lot. I find myself often quite triggered around the holiday season because it's so family oriented and, you know, I have a, a more complex relationship with my family. So if you're similar, you might notice that during this time, a lot of stuff is coming up that's related to family and you might have to really focus on how do you actually release any of those you know traumatic experiences any of the energy from those traumatic experiences release any thoughts that are kind of holding you back when it comes to being in a good place with your family or even just kind of releasing the need to have a certain connection because perhaps you're like you know what it's not going to ever be like that but maybe I need to accept that it's like this and I have to find a way to work with this in order to find peace with it. So like I said, full moons are all about culmination and releasing. So this is a time when a lot of emotions are coming up. You might also feel really intuitive, really psychic. You're tapping into you know, the energy and the vibrations of other people around you, which can be pretty tough, especially if you are around a ton of people and family for the holidays, like gatherings, and you're at a party and you're picking up on all of these different energies. That can be really hard. So just really make sure to protect yourself, to, um, be discerning about which energy is yours and which is not yours. And as you're doing any sort of releasing any, you know, releasing of emotional baggage, as you're doing any forgiveness rituals and really allowing yourself to forgive family that disappointed you, family that hurt you, um, a version of yourself that couldn't really take care of you in the way that you wanted to let yourself, have grace as well during that releasing because sometimes you know as the heavy stuff comes up and we have to release it's we start to feel kind of guilty or we start to kind of feel upset at ourselves for even you know quote unquote having gotten ourselves into those situations but just allow yourself to release without judgment of what it is you're releasing because this is this is powerful stuff and this is heavy stuff especially because it is uh it can be really related to family for this particular full moon. So, let's talk about a couple of journal prompts that you can incorporate into your full moon practice, okay? Let's talk about the emotional check-in first. Okay, let's do a little emotional check-in with self, asking ourselves what emotions are coming to the surface during this particular full moon. What is it that you're noticing coming up for you during your family gatherings, okay? And How are you navigating those feelings? Are there any patterns or recurring emotions that are coming up that you noticed from last year's haul? not Halloween, last year's holiday times and holiday celebration? And are there any of those that have been recurring for a couple of years? And where can you kind of notice some of those patterns and pick them out? Let's also talk about home a bit, right? And some questions that we can answer for home. So how does your home contribute to your sense of comfort and safety? Do you feel safe and comfortable in your home? Or is it the opposite? Does it make you feel anxious and kind of What does that mean? Where is that stemming from? Where is that coming from? And what are some changes that you can make either to your living space or perhaps to your relationship with your family home that will help you feel a bit more nurtured and safe and calm in that space? Speaking of relationships, let's talk about that, okay? How do you nurture and support those who you care about, including yourself, right? What does self-care look like for you? Are there ways that you can deepen your connections with yourself and how does that work? What does that look like for you? And consider the importance of emotional support in your relationships. What might you need to release in order to allow yourself to really care for yourself on a deeper level and care for your loved ones on a deeper level? Again, speaking a bit more about emotions, are there any areas that you feel overwhelmed or neglected in? And what do you need to fill your cup up in those areas? Or how do you need to change things? What do you need to release in order to feel less overwhelmed in your life? Lastly, as we talk about the emotional baggage and kind of circling back into that check in, what emotions or habits are we ready to let go of? And how is that going to serve us if we do let go of them? What does that look like? Really tapping into kind of that visualization exercise with this and seeing what our lives could look like if we really were to release some of that heavy emotional baggage that we have been carrying around for way 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 too long on december 29th venus enters sagittarius so you guys remember what the vibes of venus are so think about it as beauty aesthetic values love All of that beautiful stuff that we love to love. (laughs) So with Venus and Sagittarius, there is this emphasis on adventure in our partnership. So you want to be a little bit spontaneous with your partner. Like you might want to go on a really cool getaway where you're doing something very adventurous. Maybe you're doing like parasailing, paragliding, or you're jumping off, you know, a mountain cliff and doing all of that fun, like adventurous stuff. It's just It's kind of like this adrenaline desire within our partnerships, like really wanting to kind of push the bounds of what we know and explore the unknown, right? We talk about Sagittarius being ruled by Jupiter and this desire for expansion, and this desire for growth. And sometimes our expansion is simply just an expansion of what it is that we have experienced, what is it, what it is that we know. And adventure doesn't have to always mean like the crazy things that are so like you know, the jumping off the cliff or whatever. It could just be something that is so fresh and unknown to you and your partner that it feels like such an adventure for you guys to try. So maybe you go hiking and you're like, you know what? We've never explored this particular place to hike. People talk about it all the time it has great reviews and it is probably going to be a little bit of a longer hike than we're used to so it's an adventure for you guys you pack your bags and you grab some snacks and you head out there and you try something new and it's sort of like how can you explore together and I think a lot of that in relationships is done through travel so people traveling together and kind of you know pushing the bounds of expansion in that way But it doesn't have to look like that. So, whatever adventure means for you and your partner, there's a desire for that. There's a desire for new, you know, experiences, new social settings, new environments, and kind of allowing yourself to explore that with a partner. Um, for anyone who is single, this doesn't, you know, obviously, if you're single, you're not exploring it with a partner, but this can mean that you are doing more adventurous activities and exploring more adventurous things to find a partner or to meet people. So perhaps you're going to you know all of those things that i just mentioned by yourself and it's like there's something there where you're having this like adrenaline moment and you meet someone you like lock eyes as you guys are both about to jump off the cliff and it's kind of that meet cute that you know has a little bit of spice to it almost like that kind of vibe there is this emphasis on freedom as well here right we talk about Sage being so fiery and independent and driven by expansion but there's also this like drive of wanting to be independent and wanting to have and maintain one's own freedom. For anyone that's partnered, you know, this might be a time where you kind of feel like, okay, I want a little bit more space and freedom. And it's not that you're pushing your partner away, but it's just that you want to be able to explore and have that connection with partner and with your partner, but you also want to kind of not feel like they're right up your ass all the time, <laughs> is what it is. So that's definitely a thing. Um, this is also about exploring philosophical connections right? So the the intellectually stimulating conversations, whether we're going on dates with someone that we've been dating for five years or someone that we're going on a second date with, there's a desire to kind of like chat about that, right? Let's chat about what what time is and the construct of time. Let's talk about philosophical beliefs. Let's talk about what we think about the world and what we think about the universe. And it's similar to the energy, right, of, of diving deep with Scorpio, but there's almost more of this like the way that I discerned it too was like Scorpio is like, you know, like I said, diving deep into the taboo, the unknown, the sex, the dirty things, the things that were kind of like as a society shunning, like, oh God, we don't talk about that. Oh my God, that's not, you know, that's not clean. That's not classy. Like that's kind of the stuff that Venus and Scorpio is talking about. But Venus and Sag is kinda like the professor, right? It's kinda like uh we're talking about all of the intellectual stuff, but we're kind of going uh, you know, in this direction of like higher octave thinking. Let's talk about the philosophy. I don't know what accent though. What the hell is that? Okay, we're not going to talk about it like that, but like, it's like that kind of vibe, right? Like, let me put my little hat on, okay? And we're kind of talking about some of that stuff, but in that very sort of like higher level learning thinking way. Uh, but yeah, this is really just quite an emphasis on spontaneity, on fun, on adventure, on, you know, honesty within partnerships, transparency, because again, Sag is just very honest and blunt. So you're wanting to make sure that honesty is present in your connections, in your relationships. And we can take advantage of this transit by prioritizing honest communication in our relationships, making sure that we're being transparent upfront, honest, blunt, with a little edge of softness, of course, and um, being spontaneous in our relationships, being adventurous, trying new things with our partner. And making sure that we are not being stifled, nor are we stifling our relationships, making sure that we're giving our partners space to be themselves, to grow, to expand, and to, you know, walk alongside us and not be like right up under our butts. <laughs> Lastly, my loves, we have December 30th, Jupiter stations direct in Taurus. So we've had this Jupiter retrograde. Wait, did we talk about this earlier? Okay. No, we didn't. I literally was like, I need to check my notes. This episode is taking me like a minute to record. I I don't even know what then happened. I don't know. ate that food and girl, let me tell you something. My eyes are getting very heavy, very, very heavy. She wants to lay down, <laughs> but no, that was um, Neptune that we talked about. So Jupiter retrograde, Jupiter stationed retrograde on September 4th, 2023. So now it's going to station direct. And like I said, You know, retrograde, we're rethinking things. We are kind of taking a moment to pause. There's almost this like feeling of slowing down in a way. And so, you know, with most of the planets that have gone retrograde, stationary, direct, it's kind of like, we are picking up speed, we're picking up the energy, we're moving forward. We've taken our time to reflect and we're like, okay, bet. We have the knowledge that we need, the the understanding that we need. We've you know learned a couple of things and now we got to move forward with what we've learned. So Jupiter, as we talked about a couple of times in this particular episode, is about expansion. It's about abundance and growth, right? And Taurus is an earth sign. So it is about the earthly things, you know, material things, money, food, comfort, security, that kind of vibe so with Jupiter stationed direct in Taurus we're gonna see this abundance of these particular things in our lives and you know it's really interesting because it's obviously gonna depend on where Jupiter is stationing direct in your chart for myself I remember when Jupiter first went into Taurus that's my fourth house and I actually saw a growth in my home literally I moved into a, a A bigger home so it can literally be something like that but with jupiter station direct we're seeing this like link between our material resources our financial stability and jupiter being such an expansive energetic planet so a lot of us will experience growth in those areas of our lives so material growth financial abundance right this might be you bringing in more money this could be a change in your home for some people it's a change in your home literally like a growth in your home so more chill Right, we talked about one of the transits earlier being good for that, but some people are going to be noticing an actual like growing of their home, whether you're moving in with a partner, whether you are having a baby, whether you're having multiple babies, maybe you're getting a pet. So just like the growth of our actual home in that way. There's also this understanding of security, right? With Taurus. And so for many of us, we're looking at our investments. Perhaps we took the time when Jupiter was stationed retrograde to think about what are we investing our money in? What do we want to invest our money in? What do we want to invest our time and what does security look like to us and how can we now take that knowledge that we have from jupiter station retrograde to move forward and actually create a more investment uh wealthy life for ourselves how can we actually help our wealth accumulation and growth make better investments with the knowledge that we have now this is literally just an expansion of earthly pleasures right this is an expansion of experiences where we have good food where we have beautiful surroundings where we have good energy around us where we have more money coming coming in and you know, depending on what else is happening in your chart, it will look different for everyone. But I as a Taurus, like and any of my other Taurus babes, like y'all, like we are in for a good time with this one. Now, granted, like I said, it's gonna depend on other things happening in your chart because even though I'm a Taurus and Jupiter's direct in Taurus, I also am going through my Saturn return. Then I also have Pluto and Aquarius happening, you know, in my first house. So so there's a lot of stuff happening too where these planets got their foots on my neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though I got Jupiter in Taurus, it's it's still giving very much okay, baby. I might have to tussle a little bit with Saturn. So it'd be like that, right? It'd be like that. To take advantage of this transit, remember that you are always taken care of. Let go of the fears that you don't have enough or that you will never have enough. Make sure that you use your words wisely. Too many times lately, I'm hearing people refer to themselves as poor or broke. Let those fucking words go. You're not poor and you're certainly not broke, okay? So let that go, especially if you're speaking about yourself in that way. I don't care if you're making a joke or what. The way I be saying it, I'm like, baby, one thing about me, I'm always taken care of. Spend and it come right back what what about it 10 times fold or <laughs> 10 fold <laughs> so just know that you're always in care of and let go of speaking about yourself and your financial position in a very negative light and allow yourself to focus on how you can expand that wealth whether that means tapping into new careers tapping into new money making you know ways for yourself tapping into investing like this is a time where you really can create a lot of abundance for yourself, to so take advantage of that Okay, my loves, that is the December energy report. This one was much longer than I imagined it to be. I am exhausted. I feel like these just, oh, they tire me out. And I have to go do a bunch of nine to five work to finish off my day because I'm going to a comedy show tonight with a friend and I have to get ready in a couple hours. So I got to go and edit this episode, publish this episode, do my work and also finish some laundry because i'm pretty sure i have nothing to wear tonight so actually that's so dramatic i have stuff to wear i just need to wash it because like all my clothes are dirty but thank you my loves for being here i am so excited for the month of december the link to the planner will be in the show notes shop manifest daily.com and i'll find you guys on instagram at the manifest daily come follow over there i really haven't been posting that much over there honestly because i've just kind of been on my personal instagram more so but i am just kind of posting i guess more podcasty stuff on the manifest daily and let me know if there's anything you want to see over there because i'm kind of like in a place where honestly i am feeling fresh out of ideas these days so let me know if you have some thoughts but have a beautiful december happy new and full moons and all the things and i'll be chatting with you guys in the next episode bye